welcome once again to You Know Nothing, Jon Snow, a Game of Thrones podcast. We are on Stitcher and iTunes and can be found under the feed You Know Nothing, Jon Snow, a Game of Thrones podcast, but also under Doc Discussions podcast. We are the sister podcast of Doc Discussions, www.docdiscussions.com, and our homepage is also on www.docdiscussions.com, and this episode here was actually part of Season 5, Episode 7, but it ran over a good 35 minutes or so, so it has been decided to have it released as its own episode, and basically we are going to discuss all the hubbub around the scene at the end of Episode 6 between Ramsay, Sansa, and Theon. For those the fans of Game of Thrones, they probably already know what we're talking about here, and there's been so much news throughout the United States as well as the world about this scene and its controversy. So the three of us, Mike, Eric, and myself, Philip, have decided to discuss this in detail, and it ran a good 35 minutes, and so it is now its own episode. However, please look forward to episode 7's review, which should probably come out either also today or within the next 24 hours. And uh, once again, thanks for listening, and here we go. Uh, there has been some uh, feedback now for over a week uh, about the Sansa scene in um, Unbowed, Unbent, and Unbroken. And uh, there's a number of people that have come out, some famous people, uh, and oddly, some of the arguments you could argue are crazy and some are, are not. I've heard some other podcasts uh, that made some good points, which is the violence towards uh, the woman in the, in the show from Cersei's being raped uh, by Jamie, from Daenerys being raped by Kyle Drogo, from Rose being uh, tied up naked to a bed and being crossbowed by Joffrey, among many other scenes uh, of horrific violence to a woman, including uh, Rob Stark's wife being stabbed and when she was pregnant in the, the I guess, the, the womb. So the Sansa scene, which, too, is most certainly violent, stores wound, and something that uh, most folks, in, including us three here, would cringe at, because I think I can speak for both of you as well, Eric and Mike. Um... I don't see the logic and the anger behind this scene besides those people who are complaining about it not being directly related to the book. And that even then, you could argue another character in the book is in this scene and the same and actually worse happens to her. So I'm still confused at the anger and outrage that some folks have come to say, especially based off of the other violent scenes we've discussed, uh, or I just mentioned, I should say. Uh, what, what, what do you say, guys? What do you say, Eric? Like, well, Eric, I mean, what do I, you? What, sorry, you go, go ahead, first. Like, no, I was going to say, Eric, why don't you go first? Because I've. Well, I mean, okay. Uh, the scene didn't particularly upset me because uh, we do a horror podcast and I watch lots of nasty shit all the time. Um, however, I can understand why some people would want to watch that. 
And I can also understand why some people would be upset about that happening to a favorite character of theirs when it didn't happen in the book. Uh, Eric, I, I have to interject here for a second. Besides myself, when did Sansa become a favorite character of anybody? There are people out there, man. Okay. I, I, I've always heard that everybody thought her character was terrible, except me. But no, that, that, that was just primarily me saying it a lot. Ah, very well. <laughs> but, uh, no, but, uh, and I guess the main gripe is that the, uh, the show tends to, while it is a very violent show in general, it tends to, uh, needlessly turn violence towards women. Uh, and it's become a, a little bit of a touchy subject. Um, which is, I, I can't fully understand it because I am, in fact, not a woman. Uh, so I don't get it completely. Um, and I'm honestly okay with that. Uh, but I guess the, just the depiction of, of rape uh, repeatedly in a television series is upsetting to many people. Because uh, they just think it's the, uh, like a lot of people think rape is the lowest act a human can perform like uh my friend dan he will refuse to watch a movie if he knows beforehand that there's a rape scene in it uh because he thinks it's the worst thing one human can do to another human uh and he doesn't want to see that um my my opinion on the whole thing is yes it's an awful awful thing uh and if seeing it upsets you that means that the person telling the story did a good job because they're trying to upset you uh However, it's a real thing that happens to hundreds of women every day, and that's really where the issue comes in is because it's been thrown out there as entertainment uh, when, in fact, uh, women get raped all the time. And I guess that's where the issue comes in. But, uh, but Mike, before you um, uh, give your two cents, um, I do have one last question for you, Eric, because I don't know the answer. Maybe you have an opinion on it. What made... Sansa's character being, you know, a main character or a favorite character or whatnot, more drastic or horrendous than Ross with the crossbow, uh, Rob Stock's wife in the womb, uh, Daenerys and Cersei's both being raped as well. I, I, I'm, I, I think there's, this one is there's two things. I think there's two aspects of it that primarily upset people. Uh, and one is the book snob thing. It didn't happen in the book, so people were mad about that. Uh, and the second thing is that they had just given that character a breath of life. She's been this wheedling little annoying twat for four seasons just this season did she get a backbone and start becoming something interesting and then they bend her over and rape her uh and i guess that's that's what's upset a lot of people as well mike yeah i think um there were a lot of things i mean i got into some trouble i guess on facebook because i even questioned whether or not this actually technically would have been a, a rape it was certainly a traumatic event it was not a pleasant event it was in the culture assault. of the show that's a valid point but in the culture right. of uh the usa it's rape well even then and, and here i'm going to get i'm sure angry people yes you know, it was it was <laughs> their, it, it was their wedding night 
Right. She 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 entered into this marriage voluntarily, and when two people get married and then go off to a bedroom, it's pretty much expected as to what's going to take place. Now, so obviously, if two people get married and the wife's not in the mood on their wedding night, does that mean the man gets to take her anyway? Well, she should at least, you would expect, because there is some implicit understanding, I think, at that point, you would expect to say, her to say no. I don't remember her saying that. Okay, so you think she was cool with Theon watching that? No, I don't think she was cool with Theon watching it, but I'm just saying, for me, rape as a, as a legal technicality, I just wouldn't have put it there. <laughs> Not that it's in any way justifying it. But I do think you also have a problem that this really, as a, as a character moment, seemed to be more about Theon than it was about her, and raping another character to make it about... Raping a woman to make it about a male character's perhaps change? Yeah, and is, that's, that actually, I have read a couple things that upset people as well. Um, but I think part of it is that it is this character that we've watched. And Sansa, I think, lost a lot of people going way back to season one when, uh, Arya got in that little tiff with Joffrey. Yeah. And Sansa took Joffrey's side and as a consequence got her dog killed or wolf killed. Yes. But I think, you know, there were a lot of people who just didn't like her then. And then we watched her getting sort of mentally tortured and in some cases physically abused and almost raped. And no matter how much of a twat the character might have been, you, you, you do sort of still end up putting up some sympathy because she is, as much as she's an annoying teenage girl, she was still a teenage girl and there was some sense of innocence you watched get beaten out of her the whole time. Right. And no matter how much the puppy chewed your slippers, it doesn't mean you want somebody to to beat the puppy. Right. And I think that's part of it. When when we saw Daenerys uh, taken by Cal Drogo on her wedding night, um, again, you could get into, was it rape or, or, or what have you, but it was certainly you get to the issue of women being treated as property or as a, as a male possession and, and being used mostly for their reproductive purposes. Um, we didn't really know her at that point. Most of our focus was really on the brother, I think, because he seemed like he was being lined up to be a, you know, the villain of the series. Mm-hmm. Um, little did we know that five years, that the, both of them would be dead by the end of the first season, right? And we would just have the sister left behind. Uh, at least some of us who hadn't read the books. Um, so we didn't have that there. With Theon, it was a case of, well, the guy had just done some really despicable things and had lost some of our sympathy there. Uh, with Roz, it happened mostly off screen. There's the scene where she has to beat the other whore, and but it, it never actually got sexual, and they kind of went away before we saw the worst of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think what part of this was, you know, it reminded me of uh, the Red Wedding, where we watched Caitlin get killed, and we watched, by the way, a whole lot of men get killed. At the red wedding for all the people, yeah. and, and and supposedly the you know the whatever the wife's name was you know said told John that she believed the the baby was a son. So let's even if we run with that for a moment. So the the baby boy killed. You know, it's yes, we stabbed a pregnant woman. We stabbed her mother in law. We also stabbed her husband. And we stabbed a whole bunch of other people standing around. You know, whether they had penises or vaginas, it shouldn't really mattered. It was not an explicit act to sexual violence. It was an act of violence in a violent world. And that's why it was so shocking. And it was a pretty um, 
uh, egalitarian <laughs> stabbing, right? Everybody got stabbed, no matter who or what they were. Yeah. So I, I so I wouldn't throw that in the same category. Um, but I think when but what was after, during the red wedding? What was the death people complained about the most? Um, it was uh, it was the Rob's wife, the one uh, the womb. No, it was the wolf outside. Oh, okay. Oh, and yeah. So, and some of that was just the staging, right? Because you don't don't actually see the wolf killed, right? Right. It was how it played out. And I think here a lot of the staging you don't see it, but in, in the way of focuses on Theon's face, you feel the impact more. And it reminds me of the opening death in Scream when uh, Drew Barrymore is killed, and they had to cut frames out because they said you held on her face too long, and that made this death disturbing. <laughs> so in order to get a better rating. They took out some frames of her face, of the look on her face as she's killed, so that way the death is less disturbing <laughs> to make it an R-rated film. And so it's the same thing here. People saying, well, they wanted the rape either to not play, take place or for it to have been, if you read between the lines, a less disturbing rape. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I had argued, I was ready to argue before this week's episode that I could kind of see how this maybe an important bit because it's it is an important moment for Sansa. We've seen her married twice, engaged three times. This is finally she loses her virginity. She's been threatened with this a number of times. It's sort of the final removal of innocence for the character if there ever was any left. Uh, and it was also a big moment it seemed for Theon. But then you get to this episode tonight and really not much has moved for either character. So it feels like um the cathartic moment or the, the 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 character turning moment that that was supposed to deliver didn't actually happen. Theon yeah, is you're still right. yep. Mm-hmm. Theon is still Theon. Well, and no, we he's not Theon. Theon. He's Reek. Reek, right? Okay, so sorry. Theon is still Reek, and he's still afraid, and he's still not ready to stand up. And Sansa is we see crying in the bed, and really we could have gotten all of that without having seen that scene the week before. Right. Um, so I, I do like to try to say a oh, wait and see and will it make a difference and any momentum for lack of a better term that that scene may have delivered it, it didn't. The other thing is I think and, and this I, I can say this is a reality certainly for women of the time and even now today where women are treated like chattel and we had a uh, Phil and I had disagreement going back to, I think, our first Game of Thrones podcast um, in Dark Discussions after the second season, where I argued that uh, Cersei, that there there were elements of sympathy to her. Um, and I think when they were talking about who she wanted to be when she was a child and she saw her brother going off and learning how to fight and she was basically being told you're being sold off to marry so-and-so to be a, a broodmare. Um among other things, that those were times where I, I could feel some sympathy for the character. She had done far less than at that point than she has done in the subsequent seasons. Uh, but it is still an element of the character that I find a soft spot, a sympathetic point of view. That part of it rebels against um, the fact that as a woman she's been treated differently. And because she's never had the power and she can't get the power unless she marries a man. And this all goes to how women are treated in that world, how women have been treated historically, uh, says the person with a penis talking about women's issues. Um, 
And it's and the truth is, it's still an issue in many many parts of the world right now. You know, we don't get it, you know, much uh, if at all in the United States, so to speak. But there are probably certain women that you know where it is. The husband comes home and he expects the wife to perform, whether she wants to perform or not. Um, and I think have you heard that? Yeah, I've saw somebody use the term, and it's a term I'm not fond of. Uh, but I don't want to get into that argument. Have you heard the phrase trigger warning? What? No. It's basically, so if you're going to, if it's a, something that sometimes used has become, I guess, a common in the politically correct environment of our college campuses, afraid, on fear of offending anybody over anything, the idea that there's giving a trigger warning about, you know, a certain lecture or a certain speech or a film or whatever it is, meaning that something may come up that may have a, a, a more personal impact for you. So, for instance, if you have been a victim of sexual assault, seeing a movie or a TV show in which you watch a character get assaulted. Mm-hmm. And I would imagine that this scene, probably for a lot of women, came closer to home than some of the other scenes, like, you know, that were a little bit more detached from reality, like being ridden by the horse lord. Or being or being abused by the you know a a prostitute being abused by the king, you know a man, you know simply taking his wife, even admittedly being watched by Theon, which is a whole separate weirdness issue. Uh, you know, probably had you know hit that trigger warning for a lot of people and hit a a sensitive spot that they that hit home closer closer to home than in a way that they weren't necessarily expecting. You know, many of us. You know, many people, thankfully, you know, like I said, today's my father's birthday. Many people have lost their fathers. Few people have watched their fathers beheaded in a public uh, public square. Right. So so you're not going to get that same trigger warning, that same impact when, say, Arya watches uh, Ned Stark beheaded in the first season. Mm-hmm. Right. So, but, th- but this, I think people have, ex- too many people have experienced something like this. Well, um, and, and it's, it's easy... And, uh, Again, uh, to your point, the, you said the man with the the penis talking about women's issues. Uh, there's something to that because we can only imagine uh, how sensitive of an issue it is. Because uh, I believe the the last statistic I saw on this, uh, one out of four women have been raped at some point. Uh, that's a lot. Or at least sexually assaulted. So yeah, well, I think that's the term. That's a lot. So uh, I'm guessing that many of the female viewers of the show. Uh, did did not appreciate the scene. Right, and I've I've heard certain now maybe this was the one for college campuses where something like one in five women on college camp. Where I think I've heard um, that disputed, and and it's it's but it doesn't matter if it's one in four, if it's one in a thousand, it's still too many. It's too many, yes. Right. Um, actually, from looking at it, it, looks like it's either about one in six has either been uh, uh, has either been in a. I, I victim to, of rape or or, or uh, successfully raped. I want to interject here because, because we're now talking about statistics in the real world uh, versus um, a television show where, quote unquote, the artist has but written Phil, a story. We're talking about people's reactions to the scene in the show, so it's completely relevant. It's about uh, real people who have been through the, you know, because I, I imagine in a large number of amount of the audience are women and that means that a large number of people watching this have been the victim of either sexual assault or an attempted sexual assault right but we don't know the individuals we don't know the percentage or the demographics of the individuals who have 
made an uproar over this one scene versus the various other scenes that I've mentioned. And therefore... Well, I will say the demographics that I've seen have been almost universally female. Okay. I've been the ones, are the ones that I've seen. All right. And... And and I don't know that necessarily matters. I'm just saying in terms of... So what's your point here? It's because uh, a violent crime that is committed uh, many places in the world, including in the United States, was portrayed in a fictional fantasy world and and individuals, or in this case, two individuals, uh, the showrunners, um, screenplay. And... And so the question is, is the outrage, whether, whether, you know, people are upset or whatever, is, is it, is it overblown or is, are, are they overreacting? Are they upset and judging certain scenes biasly versus other scenes that you could argue are as horrendous and oh. are the exact same crime? Oh, I think it's absolutely biased. Because, but I, but that's but that's coming from for a lot of them from a personal bias and a personal experience, because I think this is just a case where it hit too close to home. What about Mariska Haggerty's television show? Uh, I think I forget the name of it, but it's uh, Law and Order SVU. Yeah, hugely popular, and SVU is the sexual crime unit or something, and and every week they they again it's it's anonymous characters because it's the special guest that gets raped or abused or whatever but there's no uproar necessarily every week over that show so i i'm completely confused with the reaction uh that the show game of thrones has had from the 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 base the the fan base the the viewers well and here's the thing phil you can be confused you don't need to understand it, but I do think you need to at least respect it uh, because you can't say that somebody's emotional reaction to seeing something is wrong. Um, but I will say that the emotional reaction for, say, this one episode versus prior episodes versus other television shows that are loved that show or, or portray or discuss these horrible crimes themselves. And so why it happened for this one incident, I can, I do feel like I can be confused and, and roll my eyes at those individuals for complaining when it seems, in my opinion, uh, biased versus other uh, incidents in media that, that show basically the same thing, including the Game of Thrones in prior episodes and prior uh, seasons. Well, I only can think of, and I may be misremembering, there have been a couple of, there was an attempted rape with Sansa. We saw, again, an arguable debatable rape or sexual assault or whatever you want to call it with Daenerys. Um, well, we don't have to. Have though, again, I think that's, again. Saying, but I, I can really, I can't really think of a whole lot of examples of whether it was an actual rape in Game of Thrones. Well, and when you turn in. A female sexual abuse then. okay that's and and when you okay it's fine but also i think when you when you, you're talking about game of thrones there's an element of fantasy that i don't think was quite present in this scene i mean when in you this ep- at, new episode Gil- gillian almost gets raped right oh, so or jilly or whatever well yeah so, well mm-hmm. that's the, that that's getting to this episode and yeah so there's another instance where there's an issue um but i like i don't know who watched it svu it's right there in the night, name and premise of the show I don't know how many of the people who are, who are, who have been raped and sexually assaulted actually 
go out and seek to watch that show and how they respond to it. So, and I don't watch the show. I don't know how those events are portrayed in the show. Isn't that, do they show the crime as it happens or is it shown as an aftermath the way it is on a lot of TV shows where, you know, the cops are called in after the fact? I have no idea how that's done. I have no idea how that's played or portrayed. You know, it's, it's a touchy issue and, you know, I know, um, and I can't tell you, I don't know if the people who are complaining about Games of Thrones are the ones who watch SVU, but I think, you know, it's, it's, you have the warning with SVU right there up front. And oftentimes they will, I imagine, run something in front of it saying that what the show is dealing with. Game of Thrones are really isn't necessarily any warning other than it's Game of Thrones, but I just don't think the veneer of fantasy that was there for much of the series is, was there for that particular scene. And I don't think it was intentional. Um, to, to, to hit people that way in exactly the same way or, or, or touch off those disturbing moments. Well, but you know what though? The, for those who have read the books, even though it's uh, a merged character arc, because again, you know, they as you said, Eric, they're streamlined. Um, the, someone d- does have that scene. So, I mean, even the book, people who've read the book and who are following the shows, should have probably not been surprised what was was going to happen based off of where it's not the what i think it's the how it was how it was done sort of like we saw with with jamie and and cersei it's just how it was done came across much harsher than maybe it was intended to in this this had a deeper gut reaction to people and had a deeper impact than other similar actions on the, oh. show, in the show in the past half. And I don't know how you can necessarily know that that's going to be the case until it's actually aired. And some people, I think, who are not sitting here podcasting on this for, you know, an hour or two every week, probably aren't processing it in the same way and thinking it through as to, well, why was I affected by this so much when I wasn't necessarily affected by it with, um, with, yeah, with, with Daenerys back in season yeah. one. Sure. Sure. All right. Well, anyway, um, I, I pretty much uh, I'm over with the subject. I just wanted to bring it up to see what uh, you know, add more light to it, uh, at least through our podcast here. Um, I, I think all of us. Um, well, I don't know what we think. I, I, I'm pretty sure that we have all different opinions. Uh, to be yep. honest, and um, yeah, that's you know, it is what it is. It's uh, not a, not a a big deal. And, and and the main thing is this is our this this is a show set in a horrible universe where horrible things happen to good people. And I don't know what's going to happen next week. Yep. But I imagine something horrible will happen to someone. <laughs> yep. And I imagine and just, and just because you know something horrible is going to happen doesn't make it not horrible. That that's also true. And I and, and um, I know what, the week after that, it's going to be the ninth season, uh, ninth episode of the season. Something really horrible is going to happen in that one. Right. Because but, but, it always you know, does. Well, that's and true. I'm so, not going to, if you, and if you are tired of watching horrible things happen to horrible people, if you want to step away from the show, that's your prerogative. And if you want to say there's horrible things happening to horrible people, I'm tired of seeing it. You've lost me as a viewer. You have every right to stand up and say, say that, you know, that's, that's right. Now, my my yeah. hope is that maybe they'll be a little bit more sensitive to this in the future, and th- and because I think, like I think it's telling that in the fourth uh, fourth season Blu-ray set, 
there's only one episode that doesn't have a commentary, and that's the episode in which there's this sex scene between Jamie and Cersei. <laughs> right. It's like, we don't want anyone talking about that. We're going to pretend it didn't happen. And, right. you know, whereas I think it might have actually done some good for them to say, this is what we meant. If people took it the wrong way, uh, sorry, that's our bad. We, we didn't make it clear enough. All right, so if let's but, let's move along. But uh, I, I, my final thought, and then I guess Eric, you can throw your final thought too. But my final thought is is what Mike basically said. Uh, you know, if you don't want to see these type of things anymore, which could happen, as it almost happened again in this week, just don't watch. I don't want to hear you complaining. I don't care what you think. Most of you folks, in my opinion, and uh, I know this is a broad generalization, Eric, but in my opinion. Are folks who prefer censoring, who are tipper goers, who are the individuals that point at the artist as, quote-unquote, um, a criminal or someone that is bad. Uh, we've seen this many times with Judas Priest and Ozzy Osbourne. We've seen it with... You're, you're, you're going way, way, way back here, Phil. You might be losing some of the audience. <laughs> we, we've, seen it, we've seen it with Doom, the video game. We've seen it with many video games, even Probably two weeks ago, we, you know, I could, we could find an instance that we searched uh, where people say video games are too violent and my children and blah, blah, blah. I've, I got a call a week and a half ago from uh, a pollster wanting me to sign a petition for r- signing um, ratings on television shows, which uh, sounds legitimate in my opinion, but then they won't ask to even go further, which was to uh, send a letter to through the government to Hollywood and various other uh, media, uh, such as books and so forth, to complain about what they do and that they should stop. I disagree completely. And also those folks who want to point to the, the past, I just pointed to the future or the present. And so it's still going on today, and I'm just sick and tired of hearing it. Just don't watch but- But, Phil, I think you keep using the word censorship, and censorship is specifically a government action. Um, Tipper Gore, going back 30 years ago, was lobbying the government to regulate, uh, like, popular music. And that's, that's getting to censorship. Customers complaining about the content of the shows, the movies, and the music they watch and listen to and appealing to the creators to change what they're doing so that way they well so I, that it remains I, appealing isn't really censorship I, well what it, it okay fine a semantical we're talking semantics here but my point is is that they're trying to have use their soapbox to try to have other people stop watching a program because they don't like what they saw and in my opinion they should just shut it off themselves and move along and and don't tell me or anybody else what we should do. So that's my. Well, I, I didn't see any of that. I didn't see anybody telling you not to watch the show. Well, th- by giving them giving their opinion, uh, which is fine. Everybody should be able to do that. I still think their opinion is attacking the artist, and I'm sick and tired of folks attacking the artist. Artist. Well, I think they tended to act, attack the artist. Right, and I, I disagree. I know Eleanor Roosevelt once said that the artist should never be attacked for the art because the, because the art is is what it is. It's just art, and those folks who get attacked or are are blamed for it 
are, are basically basically being being tarred and feathered for for no reason except for um, making entertainment or whether it's symbolic or it's just for fun. So like so, just because you make Nazi propaganda, you didn't do anything wrong. Uh, propaganda isn't isn't art. <laughs> so I don't know where the hell you're talking. About. Oh, it's not. Oh, well, I don't know oh, why boy. it's not art. Oh boy, I think we should uh, abandon the subject and start talking yeah, about. Yeah, I think let's episode. get to the episode itself. Because this isn't going anywhere good. All right, fair enough. All right, so, um, uh, Eric, I, I, I did say that, you, you know, if you wanted to give your last words, it's fine. But if not, uh, we can go ahead. Uh, I mean, my, my, my last words is that I was not upset by it. I understand why some people are upset about it. Um, and I think that should be respected. That's okay. my last word on it. Very good. All right. Once more, thank you for listening to You Know Nothing, Jon Snow, a Game of Thrones podcast. You can find us at www.darkdiscussions.com, which is the homepage of our sister podcast, Dark Discussions Podcast, which discusses horror film, fiction, and all that's fantastic. Uh, you can find You Know Nothing, Jon Snow, a Game of Thrones podcast on Stitcher and iTunes under You Know Nothing, Jon Snow, a Game of Thrones podcast, as well as Dark Discussions podcast feeds. So please look forward to our review of Episode 7, The Gift which should come out either later today or in the next 24 hours. So until then, keep on listening. (laughs) 